Yeah, he's pretty good. I'll try. <laughs> oh, are we on the... tape? Are we yeah, on the oh, Look at this guy here. That's your friend? <laughs> Supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> he even laughed at that. <laughs> hey, you didn't have the ball in, though. I gave you a like perfect Lukaku. pass. Like mm. Lukaku. You gotta go yeah, like that, the Lukaku. Yeah, the I mean, ball was coming like that. Hey, let me, do, let, let me try it again. All right, show, show us what Lukaku just, should have done. That's all you had to do. That's a, that's a goal. That's a goal. Thank God it didn't go in. Thank God. Yes, son of Pavel a God. Is one on the... You were, you were happy? Yes, son of Pavel a God. Who's at the... Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> and I'm telling you live too, okay? <laughs> Asshole. For those that don't know, uh, Cagliari knocked out Body, and Body is where Antonio is from. And then said it. Well, not just knocked them out. They were two minutes away from Serie A. And now where they the tie would have gone. They would have won. What division are they in now? Can we move on? They're still be in Serie B. Nah, wow, yo, you walked into this studio making fun of That's Peter for his team losing the Champions League final, so you gotta if take you it dish too. It, you gotta but gotta we never talk about Serie B. No, all of a sudden it's interesting <laughs> about Serie B. Well, that was uh, Serie A. Uh, they in Serie A now. That's true, Anto. We're talking about Cagliari. Claudio Ranieri. Wow. Did you see him crying after the game? Bye. What about the, the, the Messinas? Wherever they go, the Italian team loses it. <laughs> wow, man. I love that. You guys, like uh, you are like a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Please do not ever show up on a final where AC Milan is on a final. Man, first of all, Crazy. we were not Bari. in Istanbul Bari. when AC Milan lost. 3-0. 3-0. You were winning and you lost the game. That's number one. Number two. Everybody said, including Gal Bale, who's a top, top professional, that this game was going to be 5 nothing for Man City. We met a lot of the Inter fans before the game, and we met a guy that he is crazy about Inter. You know what he told us? What? There's no game today. Man City is too good. They're not going to be good. So we go to the game, and now it becomes a game. And now it becomes that, that Inter had the better chances because to of score, you. yes, than Man City. Because we were there and we gave him some strength. I don't know if you saw it. Zaghi uh -huh. like winked at Gaetano yeah. during the game. He did? He yeah, I mean, said, we saw them before the game. We said hello and to That's the players. We, we talked to a You few. could have talked to Onana too because he so, made a lot of so stupid mistakes from the were, backside there were, of the uh, you know, Yeah, he did four or five most stupid of the mistakes. Players, ah, most of the players from the treble, they were there. Uh -huh. Cambiasso was there, Milito was there, Matarazzi yeah. was there. We spoke to all of them. What about Cassano? Okay. Did you get to talk to him? Cassano, we didn't see Cassano. He was there, but he didn't. Uh, he Cassano, we didn't see. But the, other, the restaurant <laughs> the players the were fence. in our hotel. <laughs> so we got to uh, have coffee with them. We talked to them. Oh. And uh, they came. Uh, well, should we uh, keep going? No, or? the one thing I was going to add to that is we saw Milito and we said. Uh, First thing we said to him, yo, if you were there, Inter would have won this game. Yeah, you we just had, needed a cold-blooded killer. We right had coffee with Milito on the breakfast, and uh, I said, Diego. After the game or before yeah, the game? Yeah, the, mor the morning. The morning after. Yeah, the morning after, we had breakfast, and mm. uh, they invited us for coffee. So we went there, and we had coffee with him. And, uh, you know, that's, I said, you were there, 2 1 Inter. It's a two-one inch. Hey, before Marco, before we move we move forward, I just wanted to remind everybody that today is a very sad day for AC Milan because uh, yeah. we lost uh, Silvio Berlusconi. Yeah, and, we, uh, we heard Berlusconi, the grande tifoso del Milan, is the one that brought AC Milan to the yeah. apex of the world and uh, uh, countless trophies, Champions Leagues, and uh, and leadership. Uh, you know, on top of everything with Galliani and everybody else. When I, I didn't know until I was on Villa Bate and uh, Ami told me, I said, Anton, you know the, the news? What news? 
And he said uh, Berlusconi he was died. sick for a little while. Yeah, I know. He'd been in the Aspen for 45 is, days. You know, so our condolences. Uh, yeah, there is no Champions League or, or anything that, that can just uh, five take, take over. Five out of yeah. Yeah. seven Champions Leagues yeah, yeah, came yeah. under that man. Yeah, it's yeah. just uh, too, too sad. I and, mean, this um, is the worst The worst news. Everything else is come sec- it's secondary to me. Even uh, even Mike trying to rub it in the fact that Barry didn't make it to the Serie A. It's, it's very sad, but uh, I, I, I wished... Because you're you my buddy. I wish you, ever, you introduced me to Silvio Berlusconi. So Saturday, we were with Galliani. We had lunch with Galliani. Yeah. The day of the game. And oh. uh, we know how close Galliani and of Berlusconi. Course. I mean, they go b- way back. And then after they uh, sold uh, AC Milan, they got back together. And they put together Monza, which... Mm-hmm. You know, this year big surprise. It's a miracle it, story. It, it's, a, it's almost uh, they almost made the, the conference league. I mean, mm-hmm. they were very close. They, oh no, they still can. I thought they finished in eighth. Fiorentina no. ended up finishing. No, in they, they the last couple of games they screwed up. Yeah, mm. but they also yeah. they they brought it was an historic uh, rise to Serie A yeah. for Monza. Right, and then the players that they were able to get and what they've been able to do this season yeah. is is remarkable. And then Berlusconi, I mean, he took Milan when they were literally bankrupt ready to fold and he was mm-hmm. able to change them into what it is now and it's become this brand or you know just a, as a a sports fan in general when you you see the, those colors you know what it means and the great players that have played so even if i maybe am not the the greatest of milan fans as you might know you still have to respect them and a lot of that comes Respected. from, from Pete, let me remind you something when anybody speaks about AC Milan they never say il Milan di Elliot or il Milan di Farina or il Milan or previous owner Milan di Sacchi Every, oh, no no the Sacchi un allenatore but the ownership they say il Milan di Berlusconi yeah. is the only ownership like Juventus like Juventus di Agnelli none of the kid oh, of the father Sorry, Moratti, that's what too. I'm saying but il Milan the identity of Milan it's Berlusconi yeah, I just want to say that at the beginning of the season, Monza started very bad. Yeah. And I thought for sure this is first. They're going back. Yeah, they were going back. Mm. You know what Berlusconi said? I'll take care of the problem. And he changed the coach. And all of a sudden, you know, they started winning. And that reminds me of something that happened with Saki. When uh, Saki took over AC Milan, they were losing. They were losing a lot of games. And they were playing, if I'm not mistaken, they were playing body. And he told them, uh, and if they would have lost that game, you know, Saki would have been. So Berlusconi went to the locker room and said, uh, by the way, looking at all the players, Saki is staying in this team. You guys are going Hmm. if you don't win. And from that game on. They started playing. They won that game? I, I'm pretty sure they won the game and then they went on a winning streak. So, so when in doubt, play against so, body. So so something about, because in Italy, you lose three, four games, you lose five games, you're out. You know, the, the fans already told you to kick him out and they put a lot of pressure on the ownership to kick you out. And, you know, it has happened every year it happens. The but one- he went and he stood up for his coach. The one mm-hmm. thing I thought was interesting too with Galliani, the man is so alert. He knows everything. Oh I don't know what his age is. He's got to be up there. I didn't think he was as alert as he is, but he remembers everything and anything. There are so many little details that so, I thought were pretty incredible. So I was with Galliani uh, at least 10 years ago or maybe more. And while we were walking, they were asking him questions. Uh, and he would remember the year that they played with the 
with that team, but I'm not talking about, uh, you know, AC Milan against Juventus that you might remember the games. He was talking about Sampdoria, about Genoa, and he would tell you the year and who's scoring that game, talking about four or five years before. And when we saw him for lunch, I overheard the conversation and they were saying, no, no, that was 2010. So hmm. he, he still remembers the years when, when the games happened. Wow. I mean, this guy is... He's on, brain, yeah. he's on another level. Like, I can't explain to you how alert he is and how yeah. much he remembered just different details. Yeah. Anyway, I Did you tell him that Adriano is our friend? I did. Oh, I, met, I mentioned it. He couldn't oh, yeah. believe it. Oh, wow, yeah, that's funny. Um, anyway, they, I say that because Galliani and Berlusconi obviously go hand in hand with everything mm -hmm. they've done. I know a lot of people don't like Berlusconi as a person and everything that happened. Separating the person from what he did as just uh, an owner is simply remarkable from Milan and from Monza. So, yeah, Antonio, thank you for reminding us. Uh, rest in peace to him and condolences to the family. Peter, you've been very quiet so far on this podcast. We didn't open up with uh, the Inter match. Mm -hmm. We were all just re-watching it again. I've watched it now for a third time. I didn't get to watch it. <laughs> Go on, Pete. Uh, well, first I want to say something because Gaetano reminded me. Gareth Bale, go play golf because <laughs> when no i'm serious because you make a whatever prediction of five nothing is disrespectful yeah and especially as a, a soccer player you should know better right so already a three nothing result is saying enough you say manchester city won the game but as a professional player i find that very disrespectful mm -hmm. to the to opposing team to say five nothing right write it out you so, never get mad at this no no that that's that's really offensive i think so that that shows like oh you guys are just uh, park yeah. players and we're manchester city or this is england or whatever the case might be let's not forget you know this guy loves golf more than he loves soccer so that's that's my take on him and if he wants to talk like to me, this. he can talk to me. After. I like this, Peter. Jesus. He's gonna make fun of you for coming. Yo, this guy just said if he wants to talk to me, he can talk to me after. Straight from Benson. He's gonna make fun of you for calling him soccer. Sour grapes. Just go on. Go ahead. Okay. So aside from that, I would I would start. I guess I don't know if you want me to like just give my just give your okay. Pour your heart out to us, Pete. I think the Inter performance, you know, deserves a lot of praise. But yet, we didn't get the job done. In the end, when it's a final, you have to win it at all costs. There's nothing. Nobody remembers how good of a game you play. You remember now these coming days. But in two years, five years, ten years, yeah, no one's going to know. Two years. How about next They're week? They're going to say, Manchester City won. Okay? So, I think, I think we've, we've given, you know, all of us, we've, we've made our remarks regarding Inzaghi. But one thing I would say, this game was, uh, you know, the game plan was perfect. It was the the right approach to this game. I believe that uh, Inzaghi was really able to, you know, based on the way that he, the Inter team played, to shut down Haaland, who scored over 50 goals. I don't know the exact amount, but over 50 goals in a whole season. And he touched very few balls. You know, I think the back line of Bastonia, Cherby, Darmian, all three of them were absolutely remarkable and showed the Italian grinta, the Italian defense, that mentality to never give up, even if you're facing this Goliath. Because let's face it, Manchester City, compared to Inter, was a David and Goliath story. Mm -hmm. And, you know, David was this close to, to being able to take down a Goliath. Now, going into the game, I think going, you know, let's look at some X's and O's. 
I think the Inter team, the idea was when we had the possession was to slow down the game, take a more, uh, you know, pragmatic approach, not to, to lose the ball and get caught on any counter where we're going to be able to to have to defend the 1v1s, right? I think Inter, at the most part, were compact, were able to always have numbers and were able to, to defend Manchester City's attacks. What we did often, because, man, you know, Man City, Guardiola especially, loves to win the ball back in the offensive area, right? So with Onana, who's a ball-playing goalkeeper, the idea was let's drag them out, pull them out, and let's hopefully be able to get the 1v1s. And if you notice, in the, especially in the beginning, Dumfries at times was very central in his, in his attack, was playing high up, right? And um, we were we were oftentimes, we had a, a 3v3. Zeko, Lautaro, and Dumfries were against three center backs of Manchester City, and we weren't able to win one ball or get the second ball. If we're able to get one of those uh, balls there, we have a serious chance to be able to, to score something. So it wasn't working. I think Zeko, uh, unfortunately, you know, you know, I have to tip my hat to him and what he was able to do in Champions League because he brought us to this point when Lukaku was not 100%. But, but he lacked the, the, the tempo, the speed of this game in particular mm -hmm. and wasn't giving enough, I feel. Then uh, even defensively, one thing I wanted to note, uh, which was interesting, at, you had Darmian at oftentimes defending 1v1 with Gurengan, right? And Dumfries was playing all the way far back wide because Guardiola plays with the wingers far onto the corner. So I guess to, for Damian not to get beat on the width through, uh, from the wing side, you had Dumfries was a quicker player maybe uh, to be able to hold that. And Damian was playing more mm. as that midfielder, additional midfielder. Yeah. So there was a couple of things that Inzaghi was able to do that I saw then obviously, you know, uh, I was very focused in on the game because every every moment was every passing moment was was tense for me. I felt that the referee was fair. He maybe missed a couple calls, but I can't pinpoint that. There was one that that's alarming to me it was the Lautaro, but what, he played. What, what call? What call? There was a call in the first half that he on a penalty or something. No, like that? Oh, penalty. No, no, no. He's got to be the. So for honestly though, he's got to be the best referee out there. It was. It did a great job. I, th I think he's an amazing referee. Well, listen, I, Overall, he's amazing. I, I think referee. he's. I think he lets the game flow. Yeah, well, a that's lot. well, that's yeah. what I was going to say. So, Lautaro, for me, you re you have to recognize the ref is not calling anything, mm -hmm. or the fouls that you would get get in Serie A, you're not going to get them. So stay up in this game. So stay on your feet. Stop throwing yourself. There was exactly. a time even in the second half that he has he has the the his body in possession of the ball. Mm -hmm. And he, he just drops himself yeah. on the floor and does and wait for the. I would I would literally make every Serie A referee watch him and say let's be more like that referee, the Polish guy. He did amazing in the yeah. World Cup. Marciniak, I think. And yeah, I think good. in the Champions League Polish, final. Polish, 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 Polish ref. No, Polish. Polish. Yeah, and he he's good. he's physical. Like he's he's demanding. You know. He, he's intimidating. He, he, he will yeah, give you a look. Don't mess with me. No, I like it. It kind of reminds me of. Colina. Colina a little yeah. bit. Mm -hmm. Just by the way that he acts. Anyway, sorry. I know yeah. not to talk about referee. But. And then I would just go into now that point where Inzaghi was, I guess, at, at that point, Manchester City scores the goal, right? And it was a deflection, you know, wasn't really uh, something that Inter could have prepared for, I guess. So, like, a lot of people were saying, oh, why didn't he step up to the shot? Why didn't somebody... Like, you know, Chanaloglu and Darmian should have been more separated to block 
uh, more efficiently. It, when things like that happen, there's nothing to do. Unfortunately, it happened so quickly that uh, Man City was able to score and now Inter had to take it to them. And I feel that we were able to, you know, especially in the dying. Forget about the Lautaro miss when he was 1v1 with the goalkeeper where he opted to, to shoot instead of maybe passing. But I think also the, the space was a lot tighter than what people want to imagine. But he had no angle he on that shot. No though. angle on the shot, but also the pass. If he didn't yeah. hit it quicker, qu quickly, it was closing very, just, very... Probability-wise, I think he should have laid it off to Lukaku. I, know, I think that was I'm the best thing I'm not saying Lukaku's do. movement was great. I gotta, I gotta the be best thing there was a corner, there was, though. The best thing there was, was a corner no, with that there shot. There was two no, players right that on shot. closing yeah, him but, down. Yeah, but there was no point of taking that shot. That's what I'm saying. That was the most positive yeah. thing you can get, a, a corner out of that, yeah. which is why you should have laid it off. I asked one of the interlegends about that. We can say who? He thought that the... Lukaku should have made a move. Mm. He just went to meet sure. the ball. Yeah. So he ran from the second post to the front post, and he had a defender next to him. I would sure. like to see it again. I don't know if he could have gotten to the ball. I don't know. I would have to see it yeah. again. But he said, you need to make a move. Yeah. Fake. Open up. Don't stay with the yeah. defender. It was with you the defender. Got, you know, you go, and mm -hmm. then you come back. You know, do something. So I yeah. thought that was, Lukaku, I yeah. thought that was interesting. Well, I, I know a lot of the focus, the entire game, and I know we're getting deep onto it, yeah, but it's I fine. I didn't even get into that. So, but I know a lot of the focus was, should you start Jekyll? Should you start Lukaku? That was the big debate amongst all football fans, Inter fans. When, and it seemed like Inzaghi had it to perfection. 55th minute, Jekyll goes down with an injury. Lukaku subbed in. The game is 0-0. We all thought to ourselves, Lukaku now... This is where you exploit them. He can hold up the ball. He'll run at the defense. They're a little bit more tired. You got to the point where you're able to throw Lukaku on. And as a person who wanted Lukaku to start, and I think that he should have started, and it's easy for me even looking back, but I think Lukaku was more prepared to start that game than Jekyll was. Either way, when Lukaku came in, forget about the goals missed. Everything else, he was poor. He was not... It's, it's like he didn't recognize the moment. Too many times, even headers, balls coming up, that he didn't hold up the play and help his team out get forward. I was very disappointed in Lukaku as a whole. And as a player that we put so much focus on that he should start in a final, for me, he personally, him and, and Lataro and even Jekyll, all three of the strikers really let the team down. When everyone else, Inzaghi had the game to perfection. To perfection. The defense, Achebe was... Like he was going to war. Yeah, Darmian, Bastoni, Onana, uh, Di Marco. So many players who were prepared for this game. And I felt like those three up top, not to single out or to point them out, but since we're on that topic, they truly disappointed me. Yeah. Let me, so I, can it's I, can all I, about making your chances. And that's like, what I said even before. It's Inter are going to get the chances, but you have to be able to execute. But, you have to but, be able to score. Mm -hmm. And if you don't score, Man City is the type of team that they're not going to forgive. They had that one chance, they scored it, now the ball's in your court, and if you're not but able to do it, you can't match, you're, you're let done. Let me just say something. Up to, to the, to the uh, sub of uh, Zeko and Lukaku, Inter, were, they didn't create the chances for themselves, were given to them, the chances were given. Mm -hmm. Defensive, uh, you know, mistakes, goalkeeper not coming to do out. That. 
They yeah, forced well, Man City to do that. Yeah, but you know, Mark, if you look at it clearly on on Barella when he found himself with the ball with the goalkeeper out of the box, yeah, have, I, Barella I could have done that. something better. But I'm not going to take any blame. I'm not blaming Barella. They forced, but Inter Inter's game plan because they were not a team that just sat back the entire they pressed, time. They, they picked it, but yeah. they they didn't just press. They didn't press Man City. They picked their moment. Mm -hmm. They waited for the ball to go back, and then they put a full-on press. So that's what caused the mistakes. Though. Yeah, but Marco, it's not like they were given them. Really, to me, to me, it was more the, the chances were given to no, them. No, no. Let, okay. let me just because this is the way I see okay. it right now. Let me just say something. You know, on Lautaro, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put, put a judgment because you know. You are, it's the moment, it's right there, the pressure, the goalkeeper in front, whether you're gonna laugh. He took the shot, he saved it. Can't do anything. I mean, Brozovic was open on, on, on the top of the box. Uh, what's his name? Lukaku didn't make a move like Gaetano was making that kind of a suggestion. If you're a striker or that kind of a caliber, fake, do something. He didn't have a chance, so the only one was, uh, was Brozovic. Now, coming down, coming down the stretch, it's what Lukaku and, uh, and your strikers and, uh, and, uh, and uh, Lautaro let you down. Because uh, the chances, you guys had the chances. And the pressure was on Manchester City to win. You guys had no pressure. Everybody were giving, to you, were giving you guys a total loss, like a 3 nothing, a 2 nothing. Gareth Bell is making fun of you like a, it's going to be a, a, a blowout and all the stuff. So the pressure was on Manchester City. And I see they were playing, the first half, they played like garbage. They mm. played with, with some nerve. I could not recognize the team. I said, what's going on with Manchester City? I saw... I, I saw Guardiola throw himself on the floor once that once uh, Lautaro missed that opportunity over mm -hmm. there one on one with the goalie. And I mean, by the way, Guardiola, because we had a good view of it, and I was watching the entire time. Guardiola looked like a total disaster on yeah. the sideline. He was running up and down, and there was one moment when uh, De Bruyne went down injured. I don't think the cameras caught this because when I was watching it back, Guardiola went over to Foden. You remember when I yeah. I told you look at him. He screamed at Foden on the top of his lungs. What the hell is wrong? He was flipping out on Foden for not being prepared, even though Foden was getting changed. So he was screaming at him for something that, and then he didn't make the sub. He wasn't even going to make the sub. He, waited. So he, he was also looking at the Man City fans so many times, telling them, guys, you need to sing. Because the Inter fans well, dominated yeah, Man City, never sang. So he was on the edge the entire time. So it's good that you were able to catch that. Yeah, but again, you were on the stadium, right? You and Catano were on the stadium. What, what do you think it was? It was a 50-50 uh, ratio between uh, the Man City and, uh, and Inter fan or was it more... Uh, Man City had more numbers, but Man City, it was like they were in a church. Yeah. I couldn't believe that they were not singing. Oh, brother. Uh, it, it was probably, were, It probably was 50-50. The, the two curves the behind the goal. Right. One was all Inter and one was all Man City. But how much did Inter but sing and Man two City? Two hours before the game... Okay, we got there five hours before. Two mm. hours before the game, the curva was full, and Inter and Inter was singing. Manchester City, there was nobody Did behind the goal two hours before. They showed up forty-five minutes before the game, and then they were silent mm. for the first half. We never heard one word from Man City and the Inter fans. They were so organized, and they were singing loud. And at one point, like he said, uh, Pep went to the fans and he says, come on. They, we, they, didn't need, they were like in, in a church. It was More than one time. It, I, it I was unbelievable how quiet they were. I saw that. And I then, that. The, you know, when, they, store, when they, they scored a stupid goal, then finally they came alive a little bit. 
You know, again, again, uh, this uh, Manchester City, uh, he capitalized, like Peter said before, they capitalized on that chance that they had. The ball went in. They had another couple chances, one with Allen and, uh, you know, Nana made a save, and the other one with the, the young kid that came in. Foden, What's his name? Foden. Foden. I mean, yeah, to uh, be fair, they had that chance. Yeah, that, yeah, was yeah, chance. that was a chance. That was a chance to, to put the, 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 the game away. But, you know, hey, that's what on. the goalkeeper is there for, to make the save. So, <laughs> but it was, it was more Foden missing, I think, than Onana yes. making yeah, it. Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. So, anyway, so again, it's this is more of a, an inter-loss. That is, that's why I think uh, when I ask all my friends, no, 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 I ask Giocolino, my friend, I ask Francesca, another friend of mine, those are really hardcore inter-fans. No, they, their take of the game, it says, no, we're happy the way we played. In other words, yeah, we lost, but it's okay, we are happy the way we play. In other words, saying to you, hey, we went over there uh, uh, for a, a, a six-course meal, but we got only five. Mm. So in other words, even though we missed the dessert, mean? Even though we missed the dessert, which was the most important piece with the cherry on the top, but uh, we still got to eat our uh, uh, our everyone meals. Went there, everyone went there knowing, and my dad and I, we said the same thing. We said, we're, we know Inter's not going to win the game, right? So, so anything is up. We said, we're going to go for the experience. We're going to go because it's an Italian team in the final. We were able to get the tickets. And we said, and then if Inter managed to do it, then amazing. That was more so the sentiment from Inter fans around the world, which, by the way, one other thing to know, Inter fans came from everywhere. We met fans from Azerbaijan, Albania, Djibouti, Libya, United States. Met the Manchester City fans all just came from England. So that was one little note. Mm. But all of them kind of said the same thing. They're like, they're really underestimating us. We're here to support our team because who knows when we're going to watch a Champions League final. Anything else is upside. And I think that the Inter team, they go out with their head held high. Yes, you got nobody's going to remember this, whatever. They played Manchester City, who, if you want to be honest, Manchester City is the best team. Mm -hmm. They are the best team. Over the entire year, they're the best team. There's no doubt. On paper, you can't even compare it. They win the treble, but Inter caused this team a lot of difficulty. A team that dismantled Real Madrid 4-0, so. Yeah. I, I mean, this was a tough one. I agree with a lot of what you guys said. I just feel like if there was a time to do it, I feel like this Man City wasn't at their strongest point. And I just thought everything was aligning up for this Inter win. I just felt it in my stomach. I was like, wow, they, they could do this from that first half being like, from that first half when it was halftime, I said in my head, there's two things that I noticed here. Man City don't look like Man City, but Inter look like Inter. Mm. So there I started getting some belief. It was like, maybe they could do it. And then De Bruyne came out. I was like, oh boy. It was like, this might be something. So I was starting to get belief, getting belief. Uh, Rory scored, we all know that. But there was always that 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 half a uh, half a chance that Inter could equalize, and I give all the credit to Inzaghi. I criticized him like crazy. I was probably one of his with Gaetano up there, one of his biggest crit criticizers. But he he did everything he possibly could. He defended very well. Um, but I think it was just up to the players. The formation was good. I, I, it looked weird on paper seeing Darmian and Acerbi there. I was like, oh, they're going to get smoked. But they played fantastic. They kept Haaland very quiet other than a chance or two. And very well coached this Inter side. It was up to the fine details that makes you a Champions League winner and not. And if Lukaku, any other time he scores that, maybe we'd be talking about a different result. Inzaghi so, can't put the ball into the back of the that's net. What I'm yeah. so, Inzaghi, Simone will have scored three times on, on, on those chances, <laughs> as much as I have. So, uh -huh. the, um, before the game, and everybody was talking, like you said, but my thought was it's one game. And in one game, anything can happen. Mm -hmm. And maybe Inter can do it in one game. Because 
not necessarily the best team wins when you play one game. Sometimes it goes, so I was, that's what I was hoping for. I think you should be proud of this Inter team. I mean, you're very sad what happened, but the, the players they give, they're all. Um, except at the beginning of the game, when uh, we were right there, De Bruyne was always alone, and I pointed out to you, I said, look, De Bruyne's got too much space. Uh, because they were playing wide, the two wings were playing wide, so uh, Dumfrey was taking the wing, and the other guy was, play, uh, uh, was taking the wing, and what happened is the center forward was there with Alan was there and Bastoni was picking up. Darmian was not picking up anybody. And between Darmian, who was one of the three, and uh, and uh, the Bruin, that was about 20 yards. And I was a little bit worried about that. But then the Bruin went out. And so they suffered a little bit in the first half. But then when the second half came, came in, I mean, the last 30 minutes, they killed Man City. I mean, it was all Inter in, in the last 30 minutes, and they were really playing good. If I if, if I would have made one change, the, the only thing that I would have made is Dumfrey out. Dumfrey, in, in the first half, Bellanova, the, the, the first half, Dumfrey, he got the ball at the edge of the penalty by himself, yeah. by himself. Instead of going straight and take a shot, what he did, back. he went back. Nerves. He went back to the middle where there was there was three, four defenders, and he lost the ball. So if I had to make one change from the beginning, I would have put Darmian there, Dumfrey out. I would have put Darmian there as because I think he's better when he goes up and to build. And I would have put someone else, maybe the Rye, someone else to take. Uh, that's your check the last podcast so I made a suggestion you guys were no, laughing at me I literally me. thought about that listen to me I you guys were making you. fun of me I said this Dumfrey is a liability for you guys Bellanova he's got the numbers to take the, play, the, the player one on one and he goes deep and he will take you one on one and will cross the ball this uh, this Dumfrey is gonna come back uh, and he's gonna make it the, the same stupid you know, thing yeah, okay, okay, okay. He, yeah. he made a different experience. point though his yeah. point was to put Darmian there which I I do agree that Darmian is better as a right wing back um, the thing is, when you center go defensively, back. then you have to put Devray. It just makes yeah. a very disappointing what happened with Skriniar. Yeah, thinking about back, back to everything that happened because Skriniar is such a top no, defender. Yeah. He's also injured. You wish yeah. that he could have. No, yeah, but he's he, coming back but, from injury. But ah. he was not going to play because of everything that yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, if Skriniar was there, it was no brainer. One other thing to add: I've rarely ever been so watching Dumfries was shocking. I have to. We were right yeah. watching him as a right wing back. I watched that man go up for a header and duck his head. Hand to hand to God, he went up for a header and he ducked to not go for it. Not he either. looked terrified. Yeah. I was so embarrassed to watch it. I'm and, sorry. And Grealish, there's I think a foot difference between mm -hmm. him and Grealish. That's crazy. He yeah. jumps and gets lower. He, he, he lost the ball. He didn't win the ball. A header. From 50 yards. It's Dumfries was a, awful. He didn't stop up to the plane. It was a, a, a header from there to there. Maybe you missed the job. The ball came from yeah. 50 yards from the goalie. And you go up and you missed the ball. He was, like, really he was definitely him. scared from the so, his nerves. Probably. Live, who were you most impressed with? Because obviously a Chatterbee's battle with Holland was very talked about. Holland has gonna he won the Golden Boot. He might even go on to win the Ballon d'Or. He scored so many goals. People said, how's a Chatterbee going to match up to Holland? I think he did a spectacular job. Di Marco was another one who I think was great. Who, Darmian, Bastoni, 
Onana, who was most impressive to you from the Inter side? If you had to choose one individual performance. To me, uh, from the first minute, Di Marco for me. and from the first ball that he won, I, I like the way Bastoni played. Oh, Bastoni won every ball. He slight tackle from the first time. He told them, hey, Hamia, I think it was in the first minute or two, he slight tackle mm-hmm. to the guy. He took his legs, he took the ball, he took everything. DeMarco would be the number two and DeMarco played a great game. But going back to DeMarco, when you had the first ball and he comes back to you from the post, you are, there's no pressure, there's nobody there. Let the ball bounce eh, and Gaetano. then take a shot. No. There was no pressure. He was surrounded with people. What you, behind him, in front of him, there was nobody in front of him. They're talking in front about of, the chance. In oh, front of him, there was Lukaku. When he had it the second time, he hit Lukaku. But that ball was not going to go in anyway because behind Lukaku, there was a defender. I don't know if that guy was off balance already. Uh, that ball would have gone in. The, when the ball came off, the, look at it again. When the ball came off the post, let the ball, you have no pressure. Let the ball bounce and take a shot. It's a goal. To me, Di Marco number one, by far. Me too. By far. Hakan didn't show up. No, yeah, Hakan, Hakan, was not Hakan, there. Hakan didn't show up at all. Mikitarian played a little better when he came in. Mikitarian, if he was yeah. fifth, it would have been yeah. amazing. Yeah. Barella had a very tough task. Mm-hmm. I thought he did well, though. I really thought Barella did I well. I had too many responsibilities. Brozovic, I saw Brozovic getting a lot of hate. I didn't agree with it. Was he perfect? He didn't play as good no. as I, they expected to be. There was well. a lot of passes that he missed pass, but he had a yeah. tough task as well. Mm-hmm. I saw that man running his mm-hmm. life off. Yeah. He also recouped a couple of balls that were so key and so crucial. He was kind of calm under yeah. procession. I, I'm not saying it was his best performance. I'm no. not saying he was one of the worst players when you put it into that list. Um, yeah, Hakan, I think Hakan was, Hakan a, was a, a big disappointment for me, especially playing in Turkey. I and mean, his shots that, from long that, range. You're, yeah, you're basically that's, playing that's at home. Too much. That's well, the, Turks, to, the Turks that we met, they all wanted more, Inter yeah, to sure win. They want Inter. That's more, ter- yeah. more pressure on him, though. Listen, yeah, more pressure, but you got to step up to the Gaetano in the studio was me, Mike, Enrico, and Matt Red. I got to tell you something. You weren't there. I, was at my I gotta house. tell you something. I got so uneasy because I bet so many coffees and croissants over there at Bilabatek that Inter was going <laughs> to guy, lose. Very badly. About the four times of I, I, I was getting uneasy. I said, my God, I'm gonna be out. Right, couple, they pay us really I'm well gonna be out a couple hundred yeah. dollars worth of all the, the, the coffee that I, uh, that I bet with those guys. So uh, sure enough, I went this morning over there. Nobody showed well, up because Inter, uh, Inter lost. But uh, you know, I was so, so worried that Inter was about to, to tie the game. If, uh, if the game would go on for another 10 minutes, the way Inter was playing, I think that would have tied the game I and then it would so be too. something. Yeah, the 1-1, one, one uh, I think would have... It deserved to go to actually. Put Inter over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deserved is such time. a tough thing to yeah, say in football because it if is. you don't score, it's hard to say Inter deserved to win when you can't score a single goal yeah. in the match. But by the way that the entire game went, listen, they made everybody proud. I agree with all of that. But it's just very disappointing, and I I think Mike put it up really well. This was the opportunity. You don't get yeah. to a Champions League final every year. To be fair, the route that Inter had was very lucky to be able to get this route. Yes, they took advantage of their opportunities. We beat they Milan. played. You came worse Milan in the final. Uh, 
I would have felt better if Man City won 3-0 so you can know there was no chance. Well, this way, it hurts even yes. more. I was going to ask Peter, how, what do you think? No, because you we, think met, so? we met Inter fans. We uh, met that's how on our flight. We had a lot of Inter fans. And they said the same thing. They said, that, by it I being think. so close, yeah. it made it worse because now we felt like we exactly. could have won. They said, we wish we would have just lost 3-0. If it was 1-1, one, one, I don't think anyone would have been crazy for that Guess time. Guess what? You just brought it up. Peter shook his head and no. You brought it up, right? At least we beat Milan. So for you, you are more of a we didn't beat Milan. Milan. We beat Milan four times whoa, this whoa, whoa, year. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me finish. So for you, it's more important beating Milan no, I said, than winning the Champions League. No, I League. said, guess what? We're not going to be you lucky. Lost. Take it! We're not going to yeah, be lucky to play Go Milan. Go Man City! Yes! Go Man City! Forza Go Man City! Forza Cagliari! And everybody telling Cagliari. me... Cagliari! Cagliari! When it comes down to winter what? and Juventus, okay. Well, most people in Italy. Yeah, take it, Cagliari. We met, we met, we met a lot of Milan fans uh, at the game, Look and they were all going for Man City. No, in Italy, if if you're uh, not an Inter fan, you're going for a Man City. Yeah. You know, whether you're Juventus, you're a AC Milan fan. Or a Cagliari fan. Yeah, they, they, they all go for uh, Man City. <laughs> listen, listen. But, Man so, City. but you guys, you're playing all of this, this stupid cards. What kind of Italian are you? In Europe, you have the pool for, yeah, for the Italian team. messing with you. Oh, you were messing with me. <laughs> All Did I you said was so you were not for Inter. You were going over there to watch Manchester City. Win. A goof, no, I wanted Inter. Listen, oh, you want to? All right. I think, then. I think the people. We, that, we have a stake in this. We we run. What Italian kind of a stake? A Peter Luger stake? <laughs> <laughs> At least you make yourself laugh. Listen, I think if you grow up in Italy and you they and your tifoso, if you're an AC Milan fan. 99.9 they're all going yeah, for man course. city oh if you grow up in this country you're proud to be italian it's a little different and when italy wins uh we 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 feel proud you know yeah, because proud. if the german wins the english wins the spanish wins where we, we you know we look not everybody there's still but, a lot of yeah, people oh, especially yeah, now with social yeah. media but i hear yeah. it more here in the united states hey Let's go for it. Yeah, but Gaetano, you're 100% right because now everyone is going crazy about Guardiola, beautiful football wins, yeah, and this and that. Listen. Yeah, Guardiola, that, you're a maestro. I that, love it. I that, love it. That is complete BS because anybody that watched the game saw yeah. what Inter was able to do. And that's the frustrating part because yeah. also, unfortunately, because of the English language, we have British commentators, British people on, on TV in America for the longest time. And there's going to be a bias, even if they don't they don't recognize it. And such as what are you trying to say that Henry was pulling for uh, for Manchester City? Of course he yeah, was. Well, he definitely but was. Uh, he's not even the British yeah. guy. So what what I'm going to say is that unfortunately here in the US, you think of Italy and they're gonna say Catenaccio, right? So they mention I don't know how many times Catenaccio, Catenaccio on TV. Meanwhile, West Ham versus Fiorentina, okay? Mm -hmm. Who was playing Catenaccio there? It wasn't West, 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 West Ham. West Ham got the chance in the 90 minutes. They scored it and they they put the game to rest. So that's that's the frustrating part. Yeah. The what the 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 bias or the storytelling that they say on TV.
You see, that part of me, for example, I wanted Fiorentina so badly to win, and I want Roma so badly to of win. Of course, I understand. You don't have to want so, either no, to win. So this most, has nothing to do with being Italian no, or grow up in Italy of, and all the stuff. I wanted Roma, and I want Fiorentina to win. Most of Inter Milan Juventus. Yes. Oh. That's what most of you. Like, I, I get it. Napoli. I get it. Napoli, okay. I wanted a Napoli to win too. Oh, I know. I know. Well, you know, Before for an Inter, Juventus should never, never win for an Inter fan. You know, that, that's absolutely... You, anybody can win except Juventus. You know, so and everybody's right. Oh, you know, everyone's a player. I have no issue with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have no issue with, with that. That's yeah. fine. Oh, okay, all right. Just <laughs> make sure. You scream it. Oh, okay. No problem. <laughs> what, else, what else did we talk about for this final? Let's talk about Fiorentina. This final. Lukaku. We didn't talk about Lukaku. You kind of look like him. Lukaku. Yo, yo can, can we say Lukaku? That's Just it. Gotta go. Can we say that's oh, it? Man. We don't have any money. He's not a big game player. We have no money to say that's it. We have no striker. You you get Jaco's thirty six. You you get rid of Jaco. You get rid of Lucas. Who do we got? Who do we have? Watch this. Pavoletti. Who we gonna buy? Pavoletti. And buy a couple of players. Who? No no. Say who you wanted to say. Scamacca. No, the player that you that you need. I mean. Everybody needs it, but oh you can buy Kane. That's the player. No, come on. You're not supposed to get Bell. I'm supposed to get Bell. That's good for you. Gareth Bell can put the ball in. Yeah. He no, can do it. He's retired. Hey, it doesn't matter. He's he cannot retire himself. Yeah, I know. I'm just better. saying he's retired. Yeah, he's in LA. Bring him back to LA. Gareth Bell can do it for you. Anto, you're good. Thanks, sir. Also, we talked about. We gotta talk about Latar a little bit. We, we I guess we actually sorry, we cut him off though. Yeah. We didn't uh, Lukaku, let you say what you wanted Lukaku, to say about Lukaku. Lukaku, Lukaku. Yeah. I was just saying Lukaku. Sorry. You have no choice, you have to keep him, right? You have to keep no, him. No, no, aside, no. Aside from that, I'm saying in the game, I think with Lukaku, obviously the we had to score, so that's why we were more offensive. Yeah. But we saw I saw a little bit of a, a change where we were a little bit more direct in trying to get some some chances. So Lautaro played Lukaku twice, both once on his right, once on his left. The right foot is shot, went straight to the keeper. The left foot is shot, which is his favorite foot, went out, went, went out wide, which is unacceptable. But you have to hit the target at least. Um, but the biggest thing is obviously, you know, I can't even say anything about the DiMarco header because it's just unlucky on his part. But the 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 ball when Gosens is coming, uh, heads it across. Yeah, you got. You have that. to finish that as a striker. There's no way in hell that you're going to try to just head the ball down into the goalkeeper. Knowing that the goalkeeper is that you have to be, as a number nine, ruthless and no situation. Ball's coming across. You have no, no reason to think you're going to head the ball in any direction other than that way. The right side. Because if you hit it across, you're risking that it's going to hit uh, the goalkeeper or it's going to hit a defender. Who knows what's going to happen? You hit it straight down. The goalkeeper's right there. He doesn't even need to move because that's what happened. Yeah. Edison just you hit it off his knee. So right away, you put it in. 1-1 one, one game changes everything. Watching so, that back has to be the most frustrating. Oh, my God. Like very I said, I watched it when, when we saw it in the stadium, and we thought it was crazy that he didn't score. I was looking and for we, a goal line we said, Yeah, we said to ourselves, we said, for sure, we must have missed something. Me, it, on me the way my, back, ten times. On we, the way back, we watch it on our phone, and... Sick to your stomach yeah. watching a miss like that in an 89th minute yeah, yeah. from a striker like Lukaku. And yes, I know he doesn't have good track record in finals, yeah. but still, I mean, give me a break. Yeah. 
Give me you a break. You gotta sneeze that in, that boy. Give me a break. Marco, right you there. remember the chances that he missed with the Belgium? That he missed with the Belgium? What about yeah, the chances yeah, yeah. that he yeah. said, yeah, this year, this so year, we're talking about the Belgium. Belgium. He was, he he was injured. injured. Remember? Yes. He was injured in those injured. games. Injured, come on. I can play injured with no legs and I can put, still put it in. How good do you think you are? Oh, I'm too good. <laughs> not, like, not to I miss that stuff. Uh, the guy's like, the guy's crazy. like uh, bad luck Brian. You know the meme, yeah. bad luck but Brian. Other play, even he's like that. Think even even in the final against Sevilla when you guys lost, yeah. it was a Europa League that he's right in front of the, the right in front of the yeah. goal and he gets hit. It's like everything goes against yeah, him in these finals. There are certain players that they can they can miss kick Inzaghi and can miss kick in. the ball and, and it hits his in. leg and goes in. No matter what, he is the complete opposite of that. Yeah, he's the complete well, opposite of killer. So to my question. Well, actually, you answered it. You said you you're keeping him. You we have. Ha- well, it's not so much no that choice. we're keeping him right now. We have to we have to negotiate with Chelsea because he's a Chelsea player. But hey, if they watch that final, they don't want him back. Well, of course, but then also I'm the same you time, right now, they say keep him. I don't want to spend a lot of money for him or figure out which you know. We have to find a, a way. How much would that make you happy? A million, ten million. Aside from uh, of the money situation, there's not a lot of strikers on the market. Very few, yeah. to be quite honest, and the few. That are good cost a lot of money, and the few that are okay are have inflated numbers because it's just a a premium position. So we're only we're stuck with a Lukaku, no matter what. Now, you know, uh, th- there's nothing more to say. There's nothing more to add. We don't have the luxury of uh, Manchester City to spend a billion dollars since hey. 2016. It's the truth. 1.6. We don't have we don't have the money to spend. When we built the team, right? Conte wins the scudetto. What happens the next year? You, you, you sell, hold on. You, you sell two your best players. Okay, that's not how you win. Uh, create a winning project. You're supposed to add players. Wait till you sell Onana this summer. Exactly. But you know what? For me, I rather sell Onana at 60 million than have to be to have to to decide between selling Bastoni or Barella because but that's it's embarrassing what's, that that's but the that's what the situation. But that's is. embarrassing. Well, that's what it is. Onana There's should never be do. sold. But I I can't I can't tell you. How fantastic he is! He should not be sold as a character, but same as a personality. Same with the, the confidence that he brings to the defense, Listen. he's an added player too. With the ball at his feet, he's an additional player for Inter. I would never sell Listen, him. Listen, the same way that Marotta said how, for a defender, like Skriniar, you don't have you can risk losing the player, right? Or, or selling the player. We ended up losing him. It's the same thing with the goalkeeper. When you have that great goalkeeper, it's an added bonus. But you can have that above average goalkeeper. And yes, there's going to be a difference. Vicario is not close. No, he's not. Vicario's but not $60 million for a goalkeeper is a lot of money. And I think with $60 million, yeah, you can really be able to, to you, help. You buy a cane. It. You can put another $40 million. <laughs> He's obsessed with yeah. Harry Kane. Okay, this guy. Yeah, but, but, and, that, uh, but that's the reality of it. I wish. But that's the reality of it. For $60 million, they're going to get Harry well, Kane? Well, Harry Kane is more than that. They're selling it because they need money because Zang needs money. Get rid of Dumfries. This guy about 160 million. $40 million. Manchester United, take him. $40 million for Dumfries? That's what they offer. That's what they want. If you were to pay me $40 million, I wouldn't take it. That's what they offer. Yeah, okay. Wow. I got you $100 million. Give it to him. What's your commission? Yeah, you know who? You know who's a striker? It's I wish free. you guys would have gotten. He would have been perfect. Huh? Julian Alvarez. He would have been yeah, perfect. It's too expensive back then. now. He's eighty million already. Bro, he sits wait, wait on the too, bench. We wait, wait too long. He sits on the we freaking bench for Manchester late. City. For he would be perfect. You have to buy him before. Wait, that's but what I'm saying that's what you got to do. But we're talking to. about Lukaku, no killer instinct. But two years ago, he would have finished that. He would have. He would have scored being kicked out. In a final, no, not in a final. Did you watch? But two seasons ago, what do you think? Two seasons ago, everything went in for. 
Two seasons ago, he lost with Sevilla in the final when he Come stopped on. the ball from going in. Yeah. You remember that he hit the, he hit the head? Okay, that, but that he was, was in the shooting. Like <laughs> <laughs> and the ball hit him on the head. What's the Man City Park? That's what's that going on here. Mike, you're not losing. But he was defending. It's not like he was shooting that ball. Mm-hmm. Okay, he got in the way. He was in the way. It's not like he missed he was, an he opportunity. Was on the, he was on the way uh, uh, Saturday, too. <laughs> Mm. Well, anyway, you know what? Know. I was on the phone with Jocolino and then we'll finish up with this Lukaku. I said, Joe, tell me, not as an Inter fan, como uno sportivo, if you were to make a decision, if you have to make a decision about keeping or giving Lukaku back to Chelsea, tell me why would you keep it and why not? So he said to me, Ando, with Lukaku, it's hit and miss, he said to me, number one. Number two, I think we're going to keep Lukaku because it will be instrumental for Inter just to per vincere la seconda stella. That's what he said to me. I think Inter keeping Lukaku is to win the 20th the campionato and to put at the second star. That's the goal of Inter. Mm-hmm. So now, so the Champions League comes, it goes like it becomes a secondary issue. And the fact that this guy here is a choker on, on the important games is secondary. But for Inter right now, it's getting ahead of AC Milan by winning the second star before AC Milan. It's, it's, uh, it's like a, a main prerogative for them. I don't know. I said, hey, listen to me, you're making a big mistake. I said, oh yeah, we're going to sign him at a, a further discount more yeah. for a, a lot less of what we sign him for this of year. Course. Well, that's, that's the game plan. Because Chelsea don't have any use for yeah, them. Yeah. They have so many players they, they need do. to be able to discount a price. You know when you have a, a lot of stock, mm-hmm. everything must Sconto. go? That's Chelsea Milan, right That's where Milan shop. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's all right. Let him rub it in. You know, coming from from those Juventus. And that, 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 this oh, Vlaovic, Vlaovic. You got a mad. He's Listen angry, to me. This Vlaovic, I'm not a boss. Now with Milan, I got an issue with Milan. What you guys did to Maldini? I didn't do anything to you, Maldini. You're my bad I mean, you said that you was okay with it. You're my no, bad okay no, with no. it. You I said, said I went from that. I went from really loving everything that Milan did off the field, on the field, the Scudetto. Now I got a personal problem with them. The next two weeks, you do that to Maldini. I I hate what they did. This the next bad. two week will 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 is gonna tell me. The next two mm-hmm. weeks. Yeah, in two weeks, when the, the Campagna Quisti is going to get into uh, full, uh, you know, uh, full gears, he's going to tell me whether AC Milan is serious about winning or they're not. I don't think they. I think if you well, get rid of Maldini, Maldini you're already showing everything. that you're not serious. I agree. I'd That's like my to problem. See, maybe I they agree. have already somebody else in mind to replace him. Uh, I don't know this Moncata. I don't know this is a. He's a guy. Anyway, talking for somebody that is a fan of Galatasaray. Oh, what was that? Oh. <laughs> Well, what, what's Olympiacos. your fan of Olympiacos? I don't even know the name. It's the same thing. <laughs> you with the same kebab, you same oh, thing. It's the same yeah. thing. So anyway, AC Milan is it's on a, on a you know a very shaky ground right now because Maldini is a quicksand. Quicksand. Maldini is not there. Is very disappointing. But I like to see whether this Cardinal is serious about it with this new uh, new uh, you know. Uh, Redbird. I don't know. We will see. I was just uh, let the next two weeks is going to tell me yeah. whether those guys are serious or whether they're not. I think okay? you know deep down. I don't know. I know. Let me see whether they're gonna how much money they're gonna spend because they got a <laughs> lot of money. Well, they money. got a lot of money. They're gonna we're gonna clean out a lot of money. We'll see. Gonna, we'll see. Speak, speaking about money and um and uh, ownerships and stuff, I'm trying to think if I should say it or not. Whatever, we'll say it. The right after Man City won. I look back because they had the Man City ownership. And there was two things that made me want to throw up during this game. Man City and one, Milan. One was Dumfries. And then the second one, I look over at Man City's owners. 
And, you know, I think to myself, these guys must be going crazy. You know, they must be losing their mind. They just won the freaking trouble. They've been dying for this championship. They're just the business guys. They're just business guys. I felt, I felt dead inside. Wow. I felt dead inside. They're not real fans. But but even even like the guy, the there, I don't remember his name. Unfortunately, uh, he uh, helps Mansour? make a lot of a lot of the signings. Though Maybe. you know he's been working uh, with Guardiola. He's he's in front no, of the no, cameras no, a lot of the time. It seems like when I saw them and I was like, Jesus Christ! I thought they were going to be losing their mind. You know, I thought they, they were going to expected go, five of them already. They're backtracked. No, over but here. you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I guess maybe I we live this as football fans, and maybe we're a little bit too tied in. But I guess from the outside and like what you're saying with Jerry Cardinale, we always want to believe that these guys at the core no. still like are obsessed with winning and not just the earnings. No. And when I saw that, I was like, damn, it kind of hurt. Because even if you're not happy with the team winning, it's kind of when I watched Sevilla, for example, I watched Sevilla win and I wasn't happy because I wanted Roma to win. But I, I saw Monchi and I saw all their guys and I had to say, like, it, it, it made my heart feel warm. I was like, damn, you know what? They, they did this. It made you feel good. You you felt good about well, it. Well, Sevilla's you know? a more real team. That's but, why. Sorry, just to make the example of that. Yeah. Uh, you know what he was thinking? He was thinking, you idiot. I gave you 1.2 billion yeah. and you made me wait so many years yeah. to win the Champions Should have been the fourth one. Yeah. I don't know yeah, if it's true, but so what I saw on social media, maybe we got to fact check it, but <laughs> you only been to the stadium twice. Mansoor. Yeah, this really? was 2010. 2010 and, uh, 2000, uh, it's 13 years that he doesn't go. So, game, what's right? 2010? Let That's me remind everybody. Last time he was at the stadium. No, was let me remind everybody. To me, this when they got the team. Exactly Mike, let me remind everybody. But hey, at the end table. of the day, you would actually take that ownership than you would Jerry Cutter. Oh, oh yeah, they spend the money. Wait, 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 wait. Don't get yourself ahead of yourself, please. Let me just remind you of something. You guys got no money. Wait, you guys are broke. No, 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 no. Use analytics. Listen. They look for the cheap listen, price. They look listen. at the thing and they... You're not getting it. They take the sticker price from the other thing. And they put on <laughs> listen right, to me. You're not getting it. Manchester City, Yankees, AC Milan, we all won group. That's <laughs> no, no, no. You so want to hope you that. You won the Champions League. You want to hope that. I feel like part of that Champions League, the Champions League is mine. Oh, really? Yeah. That's how far you've fallen. No. Oh, you no. have to celebrate Manchester City. Manche oh. You can watch the AC Milan on the Yankees Network. <laughs> Manchester City, we are all one group right now. Yeah, Maybe no, some, no. Of money, for some of the Maybe money. Some of the money is going to come back into the pot. Yeah. Don't hold your breath. Yeah. Don't hold your breath. It's like we got to go to NYCFC. It's like when Gaetano won the lotto. Gaetano, no. The big lotto ticket. Yo, oh, but Gaetano, he believed that. Oh, yeah, we did it on him. We did. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. I knew the Sunday was not right. I'm so fucked up with me. All of a sudden, we were not friends anymore. Like he said, he said, you know what he said? Now thinking, he goes, it's going to take too long with that thing that you have. I was doing it with that. Like he was pressured, you know, to see to go forward. <laughs> and then I, I thought, and then I was talking to uh, Enrico. I said, uh, "What is it? F a million escudos? What am I gonna do with escudos?" No, no, no. This is dollars. This is dollars, Enrico. <laughs> and he told me like three times, and I'm thinking to myself, like, "What's going on here? Why, why is he saying it's dollars? I know it's dollars." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you, know, it all makes sense. you thought something was up, Yeah, he got caught. He took the bait. He took the bait. Large mouth too. <laughs> <laughs> so now 
after the small mouth, they go in the nipple, the nipple, the nipple. The guy went for the wheel. A big, large mouth, man. I love that. Oh, he's yeah. swallowing. He's swallowing. In fact, I was jumping up and down. Yeah, we got caught. Yo, for those unaware, we pranked my dad with a fake scratch-off lottery ticket, and he thought he won five. But, Anto, you made fun of Gaetano. But, you blocked your whole family when you thought you won it. But we also did it to Antonio, and we did it to Mike, and everyone has fallen for it. Anyway... Other thing about money, Marotta. Marotta, third time he brought a team to the final. And I was looking at the numbers. Jack Grealish cost the more than Jeez. Inter's entire 11. One player oh, cost the entire million, 11. Right? Yeah, that's what Marotta does to build teams. That was another thing that was on my mind. To put the team so well together. Because it's not just about getting free transfers and getting deals. It's about building the collective together that they all mesh uh, as one. And yes, we picked holes in why Inter weren't able to win. But still, to get to that point, Marotta did a sensational job, especially with all the ownership problems that he's had to deal with, selling players like you mentioned. To put a competitive team out there was uh, was special. Yep. Uh, you know what I just realized? Jekyll was an X-Men City player. Yeah. That would have been crazy if he didn't hold on. I was going to say, the only unfortunate thing with Marotta is that he's been in four European Finals and he lost all of them. And he's lost all four. That's a lot of keeper. Five. He's a keeper. I don't know five. With I know, I know three Champions League because two Juventus, one with Inter, mm. and the Europa League final. So I don't know if he want, if he was anywhere else. Oh no, Juventus didn't get to that Europa League final. They should have gone. There was a Europa League final that was in Juventus Stadium, but they didn't make they didn't it make there. It, yeah, that mm. was thinking about but, that. So four four finals, four yeah, losses. Yeah, but come I on, mean, I'm just he, I'm just putting finals, numbers there. In all yeah, those finals, not the Europa tough. League one. But in the other finals, they were massive underdogs. Yeah, yeah. Juventus sure. went up against a Barcelona that Messi, Suarez, mm-hmm. Neymar. Yeah. The Real Madrid one could have been more realistic. But either way, we were we kept having this conversation on the plane too, on the plane back. It's like, how do you judge a coach? How do you judge managers? And we gave an example. This is what we came up with. We said it's like chefs. If you have two chefs, right? And you give them one chef, they get the best mozzarella, the buffalo mozzarella, the great tomatoes, the... Um, olive oil that's the best the oven that's perfect and then you give another chef polio cheese and you know canned tomatoes and a terrible oven and then you say to yourself oh look chef A is so much of a better chef than chef B when it's so hard to judge because even with bad ingredients sometimes it still tastes better Marco let me remind you something (laughs) Mike and I we were in Milan a few weeks ago and let me just tell you something that's why what you just said to me it doesn't sound that right Massaro when he was playing for AC Milan when they won the Champions League in Athens AC Milan was the underdog we were playing against the Barcelona of Cruyff you know what they had over there they had nothing but superstar we got over there knowing that we were going to lose the game guess what we destroyed Barcelona we taught him a lesson. That's what he said. That's what I'm saying. No, he didn't say that. No, I'm just asking, how do you judge? You made the point about Guardiola. There's a lot of factors. Yeah. We made the point about Manchester City. Obviously, everyone's yeah. talking about them afterwards. I'm just throwing it out there, right? Because I watch that game, and I look at Inzaghi, and I say he did the game to perfection. Yeah. He can't put the ball in, as I mentioned. And it, it's, a, it's an internal debate that I deal with all the time, thinking about it. Because it's like... Of course, it's never a perfect scenario, right? Imagine you gave 1.24 billion to Inter, you gave 1.2 billion to Man City. And yes, you have to spend it properly, and Man City have spent it properly. They have not done it like PSG. Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm saying. But Inter got to this point with so little. So I'm just throwing it out. On paper, too, Man City were better. The the point point is that Pep had 1.2 billion dollars to spend, okay? 
So I think is is overrated uh, at this point because you spend 1.2 billion dollars. You buy the Champions okay? League with Barcelona. You had the best midfielders, maybe one of the best midfielders over, and you had Messi. the best. Uh, no, with uh, and Messi, Xavi, Iniesta, Busquets, and then you have Messi front. And he dominated so, in the so Premier League. To be fair, you though. you had the best players there. You had the best players there. When he went to uh, Bayern Munich, I don't think he mm -mm. made it to the um, to the Champions League. No, I don't know. No, he didn't make it. Uh, I think he won the Scudetto. They, uh, yeah, he did, he did. But Bayern win. But they won, won every the last time. eleven yeah. Scudetto. Right. Yeah. So, but in Champions League, so like he said, you give him the best ingredients. Yeah, I mean, I know that uh, PSG had great players too, and. Uh, the coach, I guess, was not able to put them all together and win something, even though, listen to Buffon play, I mean, they had the game, uh, they, they they should have won a Champions League. I mean, they were so much better than the other team, but they screwed up at the end. But uh, yeah, 99 out of 10, if you spend 1.2 billion and you have a decent coach, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna win. Yeah. He's more than a decent coach. To be fair, Guardiola, yeah, he's, he's inspired a generation. He's good. If yeah. we have to, there's two sides, because I agree to an extent with you on, on that. Um, he's amazing at handling personalities. He changed the game tactically. He's inspired generations of coaches next. They dominated in the Premier League, which dominating in the Premier League is not an easy thing no, to do. I, I understand. All those things All those are things. down to But Guardiola. that game against Inter, it was this close to losing that game. Okay. Yeah, okay. I agree. He, huh? I agree. It yeah. was this close. And if he would have lost that game and he lost the year before to Chelsea, I don't know how they would have seen him. Uh, That's true. That he, that he's Gaetano, you played the same game right? another three times. The, uh, Inter, okay. Inter is going to get destroyed. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Whatever. I'm talking about that but, uh, game. Yeah, absolutely. That I agree. game with a little I bit agree. of luck, Inter would have beat them. Because if they scored the 1-1, one, one, yeah. the momentum, shifted. the last 30 minutes, shifted. they lost 30 minutes, Inter played great. Yeah, for and sure. And if they scored that game and they got another 15 minutes to go, whatever they got, 10 minutes, with the, uh, how much time they are they give them? Take yeah. it six, five minutes. Five minutes. Five minutes. Five minutes. Anyway, it was more, more Manchester the, City underachieving the, than Inter uh, overachieving. Inter forced it. Man City to underachieve, yeah. though. They That's the difference. And, it was Inter's tactics that made looked, Man City. It would have like looked really Very bad, bad uh, yeah, for sure. Guardiola. I agree. And I saw him a couple of times. He lost it on the sideline. Mm -hmm. oh. You probably, guys, you don't see it. He on threw himself TV. on the floor. He threw himself. We saw it. Oh, saw when, it. when the guy passed the ball back, he was on his knee, banging like this. You know, yeah. Holy cow! I mean, I don't see Sir Ferguson doing anything with like a that. suit with a suit not with uh, a uh, he was like uh, a baby right yeah. and then screaming on top of his lungs at Foden you know to go in when you know the guy was warming up you told me to warm up I'm warming up and then uh, 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 he went back in De Bruyne uh, he came out but then he, he played another three four minutes so he's screaming on top of his lung to go inside, but the Bruin went inside. Yeah. So that was a weird moment. Yeah, that was he, a, he lost he he a lot was, of pressure. He was definitely feeling the pressure. Obviously, the pressure, like you said, all the money. This was gonna be something on his resume that would have popped out no matter what. How did you how on earth did you lose to this inter team? Right. Right? Right. With the right. Manchester City team right. that you you dominate that you're supposed you to dominate win five here, nothing. You're supposed to win. Right. Right? So I think he was definitely feeling pressure, and I think he was smart in saying what he did. Uh, I don't know if it was the day before. Yeah, or the day before, he said, whatever. I said that zero Inter. zero. If the game right. started ended zero zero, it's positive for Inter, and we're gonna be the pressure. So I, I get that, but 
Guardiola always had the best. And unfortunately, even in this, in the, the way that soccer is, football is world globally, you need to have players. Without players, no, it's very hard for a coach to, to create something consistent. You could have a miracle season. You could have this great run. But then in the long run, you're going to end up losing without players. So I think what you look at even for some of these for these coaches is more the management, the man management, that the qualities that are able to be able to make sure that all these superstars are working together for the project. So, so that's one thing I have to say. Guardiola does an amazing job, I think. Being able to manage all those personalities is not easy, especially when you have players that come with a big price tag, like Haaland. Obviously, a lot comes down to his character, but he needs the right coach there that's going to be yeah. giving him the, the confidence to be able to do what he has to do. But it was so. his first Champions League final, so I have to give it to Alan. So let's not pick up on him. The guy scored so many goals this year. No, say, but I'm not saying say that. I'm saying Haaland came to Man City and everybody was saying this guy's not going to score. This is the Premier yeah, League BS, now. look at that. And he scored yeah. 50. Yeah. He's not Premier League. You got to give Pep some some credit because yeah. he puts the, the team on the, on the field and it's a balanced team. It's mm -hmm. not like PSG where it's not balanced. You mm -hmm. got three players that don't play defense mm -hmm. and they all play opposite. You can't play like that. So he, he knows that. But you also have to think uh, he's got one point two billion dollars. Yeah. So uh, I think when you when you put all together, yeah, he, he does a great job. But I think is uh, you know. I want to see him get a team like Roma. Go to Roma and bring him to the with the players that you have. Bring him to the China, to the final, to the European final, and, and win it. But you can say the same thing about to Ancelotti too. Like, I, it's hard for Ancelotti. He's a great coach for great teams, but then you put him at an Everton or small, he doesn't excel. That's but that doesn't necessarily right. mean he's not yeah. a good coach. He just for different settings, there's different coaches. That's, so that's it's true. not like cookie so, cutter. But that goes. That's why it goes back to my question of yeah. what's what? How do we end there's up judging many, there's coaches? There's so many factors. It's but not I'm just, just saying, like, like our internal debate, when you say the best coaches of all time, it's like, which do you go by? Because I always have that debate. It's like, yes, Ancelotti is regarded as one of the best. Yeah. Bordeaux is one of the best. But could they do certain things that other coaches do where they're punching so much above their weight to really make an impact on their team and not just always manage the great players? We already understand. You need to, it's a skill to manage yeah. great players. There's a lot of coaches that are not good at that. Yeah. So we're I, agreeing with I that. I mean, for reason, there's reasons why there's called relegation coaches to fight for, because they know how to fight in those types of environment. You're not going to call someone that's a mid-table coach to, to coach someone uh, that's trying to fight for relegation to stay up. Mm -hmm. They have different... They have different tools. Every coach is different, and you can't really judge them when we just because the they coach. play on this environment. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's a rubric to be like, okay, you got to do this, this, this. This makes you the best. I think there's just way too many factors to judge. There's way too many boxes. There's way too many things in the well, sport. What do we go by? Is it just titles? Because if it's just titles, no, then you just look at the Guardiola. I don't think like I don't think it's a, uh, uh, a precise thing, but I, I think some things that you would have to look at is the budget another thing is uh, but nobody the who looks at budget <laughs> nobody well, looks at budget nobody I, takes that into account everyone says Gordo is the best team nobody's gonna take it into account Ancelotti when he manages great players saying, nobody takes that into if, account if you're looking at the best ever how do you determine them you have to look about uh, look at things like that I 
for at least for me you got to look at that how many trophies you won and how many years you won it and for what teams you did it at because i think a lot of the because Mourinho he won at porto how many teams could win the champions league with porto it's very difficult even for roma, top coaches even getting roma to that back European to back final. back to back your they spent hard. seven million over the summer but how like, do you when you like, look how back you track at it that? how do you judge that's hard i don't think there's an easy answer for that Gattano, i would i would ask you something i mean this is i get this has been here for for, for a while you you were an ex, you were an expert <laughs> <laughs> what would you grab him there? You grab him like a liver. Listen to me. You are an expert. And without laughing, these idiots. You are an expert. If you were to, if you were to decide on a, on a final between Inzaghi and Gasperini playing uh, Manchester City. <laughs> uh, they're laughing like idiots. Keep laughing. Gasperini. What has Gasperini won? Gasperini went this when he went. Gasperini went this close to eliminate Guardiola. It was just a, 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 a five, ten <laughs> minutes, ten minutes away to eliminate him. That's PSG. Why would you put? I was PSG. Same shit. So <laughs> why? Who would you put if you were to choose? If you were to choose between the two of them? Answer my question, Not please. Answer my shit. question. <laughs> two different, completely different teams from two different countries. Listen to me. That's what happened. Olympiacos, those idiots, Olympiacos. That's you stick with that. Okay, put, put the Greek channel on. Uh, <laughs> yes, go ahead. What, 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 are you, oh what are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about Gasperini. We're talking about Gasperini oh Inzaghi. Okay. Give Gasperini if, the interplay and let's show me. If you tell yeah, me. He got sacked in three days. <laughs> give Gasperini the interplayers. First of all, Lu Lukaku doesn't even make it into the starting 11. <laughs> They go by the, by the headline, those guys. Answer my question, please. So, if I'm going for one game and it's one final, you know, even I hate to say, but I'm taking Inzaghi for one final because he has won a lot of the one final. I mean, yeah, he, beat, he beat Juventus and the Coppa Italia final. Super Copa. I'm saying about the, the Champions Copa. League, like, I, la, la finale of the Coppa de Campeones. Amazing in the Champions League. Are you kidding me after what he just did? But. <laughs> what, what, what he was saying, what we're talking about the best coach. Yes. Okay. I think that the medal. <laughs> Go ahead. You know, all the cups that you won, I think that matters. Because there are some coaches that will never win a cup and they don't know it's how true. to win a cup. Yeah. But, but the other thing is, you give the team some kind of um, play, you know, some kind of tactics, some kind of beautiful game, which some coaches like Allegri, he doesn't do. You know, he's got, and he's got the players. He's got he's got great players. I mean, you're talking about Chiesa, Di Maria, Vlaovic. You know, those are great players with the goalkeeper that is good, the defense that is good. Uh, but there's no play. So what do you think of Bro Gasparini? So, because he's so, got nobody right, and he's still all the time right, up there. Right. Gasparini, he has a play. Many more. You know, but in the long run, you know, he, during the entire mm -hmm. season, he gives the, the team an identity. And a lot of the, the coaches, the great coaches, you have to give the team an identity. Some coaches, they don't. Mm -hmm. uh, so Pepe is one of those, uh, you know, those coaches that he he gives them. So you don't see Gasparini over Inzaghi to bring Inter to For the next level? For one game, no. Mm -hmm. no. I agree with Inzaghi, you. Inzaghi has grown so much in my book. Yeah, me too. I have to say, he does have to manage because he's very good at motivating his teams in the finals. Yeah. And he understands tactically yeah. how to put them. 12 losses in the season, like he needs to figure that out as a coach. He's, he needs to learn as a coach how to be able to motivate his teams even against 
the Spezias of the world or whatever games that you drop points in. Twelve not games just, to choose from. <laughs> not just the ones against Manchester City, but even him, who Inzaghi, we know he's crazy on the sidelines, and of course he went crazy when Lukaku missed. But I have to say, there was a there was a calmness about him as well. I watched him a lot when Inter would lose the ball or Man City were a one on one. The guy stayed like this. He was cool. He was calm. Even when they would miss a chance, especially for for most of the beginning of the game, he started to lose it after they scored a goal. I'll be honest. But he would just get his water. He would drink. I really love the way that he communicated with his team. Yes, he's on the sideline and he's motivating them, but it's in a different way. I don't know. I just noticed a few times, even when Man City were in a break. I think it was no, nervous more than but, anything. But no. you know what? I really don't think it was. He was even taking selfies with the fans Give me a break. I'm, I'm telling you. Caught you inside of the field. With the game on, he was inside but of the that's field. That's what I said. At the end of the I game, after the 1-0, he started losing it. But I have to say, his attitude and approach even before the game, and like we said, Inzaghi's not been one of my favorite coaches. I have to say, it was very impressive. It gave a sense of calmness to the team where they're like, Hey, we could, we're good here. So he was, maybe that's he what he does in finals. It wasn't 3-0 at halftime. It was like, wow, this not, it's going better than expected. Yeah, but I shouldn't scream. The final thing about the good coach, I don't think there's anybody better than Gasparini at Atlanta bringing a team of that caliber and achieving as much as you can. With no names, with yeah. no superstars. Yeah, I think he has done a great, great job there. But so I you can laugh as it, much as you want. But if I give say, you all the superstars... He might not be able to handle think, it. I don't think he would be good. He's no, not no, good. He's not a good man. You never give him a shot. He's not a good man. He never gave him the shot. He always has a fight with everybody. Give him the shot. I would swap him with Pioli in a heartbeat. I would swap Pioli with Gasparini in a heartbeat. He might have some kind of you know some kind of coaching style that is good for the young people. They're not that young, Gatano. But maybe when you get to a superstar, with the Eagles, it's hard to manage. You know, it's different because he had a problem with Papu Gomez, Malinovsky. Yeah, a few of the players, you know. He demands, he demands. You're supposed to be the coach of demands. I think in Zaghi, this will be the next, the next year will be the third year. He has to, I'm not going to say win the Scudetto, but he's got to win the Scudetto. But he has to win the Scudetto. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, everything now is, is in that, but you can't. You're not gonna go next year. We don't expect Champions League. Let's let's face it. It's, it's not no, something that happens, mm-hmm. right? And if to win just the Coppa Italia is not gonna cut it anymore. Yeah, yeah. So he needs to get the Scudetto. So now after these two years, you know, for the most part, you know, the team is gonna have now the experience of of playing in a European final in Champions League. Yeah. You're gonna have now this whatever happened this year with 12 losses, as saying, hey, you know. You can't lose game. You can't yeah. lose games. I think even mentally, if you tie the game, you end you you leave that day feeling a different way. So uh hopefully we can make some adjustments looking forward. But I I always said that Inzaghi, the way that Inter has played in the past two years, we haven't played better. I mean, even with Conte, we know the drill mm-hmm. sergeant that he is. It's not this beautiful football, it's more of a counter-attacking. I mean, Inzaghi, a lot of times we have the possession, we play this possession-based uh football. So it's it's a joy to watch. My biggest thing is the substitutions, and that he's not able to change from this three five two. Mm. That's his his his, uh, his problem for me. But let's see next next year what he can can bring to the Inter team. Now there's three years of the same coach, similar players. 
you know, uh, a project that needs to be fulfilled, which will be the Scudetto. So then the pressure is a lot less on you because all you, you, you're looking mm -hmm. forward to, so you're going to wind up losing most of the, the rest of the competition is I'm going to focus on the Campionato, screw Coppa Italia, screw this, screw that, screw the Champions League, and uh, we're going to focus on the Campionato. Are you, that's what you're trying to say? No, I didn't Because you already that. overachieved what, uh, no. yeah, I mean, you I reached the apex of all your, uh, your achievements. Not at all. He's That's like a it. bad reporter. Just Not at all. <laughs> He's You're the, the journalist that you hate. Not at all. Yeah, exactly. You oh. took his words and, and twisted, twisted it completely. No, I mean, that's what I get. I'm, I'm, no. I, don't know, I don't know if I I'm said I'm, winning a Coppa Italia is not good enough. Oh. Okay. Where did you hear that we got to forget everything else? Well, it seems to me that you always you wanted the campion <laughs> yeah, the campionato. You want uh, he just wanted the campionato. Gasperini versus Inzaghi. Ma, ma. Yeah, the last thing that I asked the question to your father, he never likes Inzaghi. He said, this guy's going to come my way. So I asked him the question. He doesn't like Inzaghi. He said, maybe he's going he's gonna to agree with me. But hey, sure enough, look what my friends, they do to me. Okay? All right, guys. Yes, we think we talked enough about it. Unfortunately, after all that, Inter was not able uh, to win the Champions thank League God. final. Thank God. Oh, yeah, thank God. There will God. be a lot Lots of regrets uh, to the Inter fans out there. I think you could still yeah, be proud thank of the God. team. Guys, we will see you soon. Ciao ragazzi. Go Guardiola. Ciao, Go Guardiola. Forza Cagliari. Go Guardiola. <laughs> <laughs>